This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. And welcome everyone to episode 23 of the Five Star Match Game. I'm your humble host and three-time Dup Cup winner, Joe Gagne. And today we are celebrating the first eight years of everyone's favorite early 2000s promotion, Total Nonstop Action. And when I first announced we were doing a show on TNA, everyone asked, is Garrett Kidney going to be a contestant? And the answer is no, because his TNA knowledge dwarfs everyone on the planet. And uh, he's also hosting a new podcast on the history of TNA. So that would feel a bit unfair, but... We could not let this pass without him being present. We have him here as a guest judge, scorekeeper, what have you. Garrett, how you doing? Hello. You referred to yourself as a three-time Duff Cup champion. When did you beat Tio? Oh, you don't want to know about that. Let me tell you. <sighs> we'll say that for the uh, the final round. No, I don't. <laughs> Poor Tio losing his Duff Cup. It's the one title he ever won in TNA, and you've taken it from him, Joe. <laughs> Believe me, I am a taker. So, we have our judge but let's talk about our panel what a panel we have today up first multi-time guest former champion the host of music of the mat right here the voices of wrestling and a fine new england boy mr andrew rich andrew how you doing hey joe i'm doing good uh good to be back here uh yeah that's right i'm a former champion former two-time champion to be specific of course oh wow going for my third uh gold here and uh, i'm gonna use all my knowledge of phi delta slam and triton to get there so Let's do it to it, baby. Come on. <laughs> Remember, you win five, you get a free Subway sandwich. Oh, goody. So make sure you get your ticket punched if you win. <laughs> Is and that what the five and five-star match game means? <laughs> ah, you cracked the code. And uh, also up next, first-time contestant, another contributor to Voices of Wrestling, and the screenwriter for the smash hit movie The Accountant, it's Fred Moreland. Fred, how goes it? Uh, it's wonderful. I'm working on The Accountant, too, where there's uh, more <laughs> murder and Jackson Pollock paintings, uh, but less math somehow. I'm glad The Accountant, too, can follow Dynamite and we can have a bookend of uh, That's right. Accountant just smash hit ratings all around. And last and never least, the host of the Pod Van Dam podcast, where Marks on the Internet asks the questions they think are interesting. <laughs> it said, Cody, Ed, how you doing? I'm very excited. I'm, I'm less nervous now. I saw when Gary got on the call, and that made me very nervous. But now that I know he's not a contestant, I feel a little... Yes, no, I, I didn't tell you who you were playing against, so I guess that would be a little intimidating if uh, if Gary just showed up. I'm just here to scare people. That's, that's like I just see my name. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> that's the best you can do sometimes. So We have five games of Power Pack trivia, including a brand new game we will roll out in a little bit. But up first, it's an old favorite. Let's start with round one. What's the stipulation? Had to do this one. For this game, I'll give you a match from a TNA pay-per-view. You told me the stipulation it was competed under. So if I said any match at a lockdown, you'd hopefully respond cage match. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Everyone gets five questions. Andrew, you're up first. Are you ready? Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> all right. You get AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels from Against All Odds 2005. 
That would be an Iron Man match. Oh, that's correct. You are on the board. Okay, Fred, you get Sabu versus Abyss from Turning Point 2005. Uh, as it's an Abyss match, I'm assuming it's a Monster Balls. Monster Ball, single ball. <laughs> Monster Balls, balls is uh, <laughs> my favorite Halloween tree. Please, no further questions. No, I no, there's a barbed wire massacre match. Ah, okay. uh, all right, Ed, you have Samoa Joe versus Jeff Jarrett from No Surrender 2004. Fans Revenge match. Oh, that's correct. Fans Revenge. Yes. All right, Andrew, back to you. You have Monty Brown versus Abyss from Turning Point 2004. Was that a... I think it was called the Serengeti Survival Match. Oh, it sure was. That's correct. All right, Fred, back to you. You have LAX versus America's Most Wanted from Turning Point 2006. <sighs> okay, uh, I think that was a... Uh, that was, was that a flag, like a raise the flag match? Flag match is correct. You are on the board. That was during the Defender of U.S. History P.D. Williams era. <laughs> <laughs> Famous American not wanting to burn the American flag, Petey. <laughs> All right, Ed, back to you. You have Raven versus Larry Zbysko from Victory Road, 2006. Hair versus hair match? That is correct. It's perfect so far. Andrew, back to you. You have Christian Cage versus Abyss from Sacrifice, 2006. Full Metal Mayhem. Full Metal Mayhem is correct. Andrew stays perfect. Fred. Back to you, you get Eric Young versus Miss Brooks from Turning Point 2006. I have no recollection of even reading about this one. Uh, I'm just going to go with um, uh, no count out. <laughs> no, it was a bikini match, so not ah. quite. All right, Ed, back to you. You get Team 3D versus the James Gang from Slammiversary 2006. Man, I don't really know if it's Team 3D, so I'm going to guess tables match. That was a bingo hall brawl. Oh, God. All right, Andrew, back to you. You have Senshi versus Austin Starr from Destination X 2007. Was that a submission match? You're close. We need a little more detail. Okay. Um, was that an uh, I quit match? No, it was a crossface chicken wing match. Ah, uh, all right. For the honor of Mr. Backland. <laughs> all right. Okay, Fred, back to you. You have Sting versus Abyss from Against All Odds 2007. I think this was actually my plan for Abyss was just to spam Monster Ball until I got it right. So let's go for it again. No, it was a prison yard match. Oh, God damn it. All right, Ed, back to you. You have Bobby Roode versus Eric Young from Turning Point 2007. Was that the Tarn Feather match? Garrett, do we, can we get a ruling here? Does this, uh, I can't, I don't know the exact, uh, I yes, just remember allowed because, the, because the result was the person who lost would be tired and feathered. So I think that's, that's acceptable. <laughs> All right. We'll accept yeah. that as a humiliation match was, uh, okay. Was, uh, well, that's helpful having a guest judge. I got to say, <laughs> you book Garrett more often. <laughs> All right, Andrew, your final question. You have Jay Lethal versus Sanjay Dutt from Hard Justice 2008. That was, uh, I believe it was a ladder match. Right. <laughs> or a, a lover or a leaf or a ladder match or something like that or is that what it wrong was? month it's the wrong month uh, oh. that was the no surrender 2008 match damn it this was the black tie ball and chain match okay fred your final question of the round team 3d versus beer money from destination x 2009 oh god uh i remember reading this one it's uh it's 
like something to do with like addiction or something or like sobering <laughs> up. Like I remember it was a really dumb title and I was just like, yes, I am reading about TNA. That is correct. Um, I'm just going to go with a, like a street fight and hope that's right enough. Garrett, what do you think? He was kind of on the right path for a bit there. Uh, he was, but he didn't. Uh, but like the the name of the match has nothing to do with the match as well, though, because it's yeah. like the, the, it's the off the wagon challenge. That's and, right. That's right. Which we, which means the losing. Well, Team 2D would have to disband if they lost, and they they like Team Canada disbanded in an off the wagon challenge in the build up. So I'm shooting you down. Sorry. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Ed. Your final question: Curry Man and Shark Boy versus Team 3D, Destination X 2008. <laughs> Oh, man, I know what it is. I just don't know the dumb Vince Russo name for it. It's that street fight with the fish. Yeah, it's a fish man. market street fight. So, yeah. you know what? You got you got all the words pretty much for me. That's good enough for me. So that is correct. So, Gary, were you keeping score? I was, but I just I don't know if you want to announce the scores or not, if you were keeping uh, the score. I wasn't, so I'll leave right, it to not, you. Not a problem. We have... Uh, Ed in the lead with four, Andrew with three, Fred right behind with one, with plenty of game left to play. I, I will Can keep I, this role strictly ceremonial. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that uh, years ago, there was a very short-lived TNA podcast on this network called Stipulation, and now you see why. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on to round two. A winner is who? This game, I'll give you a match or stipulation, or situation, I should say. You tell me who won it. So if I said the main event of the first TNA weekly pay-per-view, you hopefully respond, Ken Shamrock. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Everyone gets five questions. Fred, you're up first. Are you ready? I am. All right. The first match on the first TNA pay-per-view. That would be the Flying Elvises. That is correct. All right, Ed, you get the first Ultimate X match. TNA number 59. Michael Shane? Michael Shane is correct. All right, Andrew. You get the first King of the Mountain match. TNA would, number 97. That would be none other than the King of the Mountain himself, Mr. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, that's an excellent guess. You are correct. All right, Fred, back to you. You have the first Full Metal Mayhem match. I want to say that was... Was that Monty Brown? Oh, it was Abyss. I'm sorry. Gosh. All right, Ed, you get the first Monsters Ball match. Abyss? No, that was Monty Brown. Oh. And reverse. Andrew, back to you. The match with the famous Elix Skipper Cage Walk. Who won uh, Ameri- that match? America's Most Wanted. That is correct. Fred, back to you. You get the main event of TNA's biggest pay-per-view during this period. Uh, Samoa Joe. That is correct. Lockdown 2008. Okay, Ed, you get... Jushin Liger's first match in TNA. Samoa Joe. Correct. Wait, is Samoa Joe the answer to all these questions? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you get the only TNA match to get five stars from Dave Meltzer. Who won that match? That's a match with Samoa Joe, but it was AJ Styles who won that match. Yes, and let it be known, I had Samoa Joe as the answer until Garrett corrected me. So <laughs> all the, I did want all the answers to be Samoa Joe. If you're wondering who fact checks the fact checkers, that's my job. <laughs> He's the investigator of uh, of this show. All right, Fred, back to you. You get the first lockdown main event. 
Let's go with Christian Cage. Oh, it's AJ Styles. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Ed, back to you. The first Elevation X match. AJ Styles. No, it was Rhino. Rhino. What, yeah. was, that? what was Elevation X? I don't even it, remember this. It was a it's scaffold, like a scaffold. match. It's a oh. scaffold match with the X, Ultimate X, like shape. Oh. So. Okay. And Rhino did beat AJ, to be fair. All right, Andrew, back to you. The gauntlet for the gold to determine the first TNA Women's Champion. Gail Kim. That's correct. All right, last questions of the round. Fred, who won the infamous reverse battle royal? Not the viewers. I'm going to go with Jarrett, I think. That was Abyss, I'm sorry. All right, Ed, you get the first match with a title change on Impact Television. Not a pay-per-view, their television show. I kind of remember, was it The Naturals? No, it was AMW. They won the tag titles on the very first episode, Impact. And Andrew, your final question is, the first ladder match in TNA history. Was it Jerry Lynn? I was actually Sabu from TNA number five. Oh, right. There Andrew, was not listening Mission to versus Garrett ladder podcast. match in less. Yeah, yeah you, you would have known this if you're listening to You've Got to Be Kidding Me, Andrew. <laughs> Okay, so at the end of that round, we have Andrew now in the lead with seven, Ed with six, Fred right behind with three. And let me just say right now, time for a quick ad read for HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on the quality. It's fall, school's back in session, I have a million things going on, I need meals made quickly. Believe me, is a lifesaver. Highly recommend the firecracker meatballs. I can give a literal chef's kiss because I prepare them. So go to HelloFresh.com slash VOW14. Use code VOW14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Again, HelloFresh.com slash VOW14. And use code VOW14. Do it today. All right, time for round three of List them and Learn. All right, for this round, I'll give you a category, say... Every stipulation TNA ever did. We'll say there have been 7,000. Player 1 will give the number they can name off the top of their head, say 5,000. Player 2 then has the option to name more or challenge player 1. If you say you can name more, you don't have to increase by 1. You can name as many as you want. It goes back and forth until someone is challenged, at which point the player challenged has to name the proper number of names. Do so, you get 2 points. Get anything wrong, your opponent gets 2 points. Everyone gets 2 questions with a chance to go first and also challenge. All right. Fred, you're in third right now, so we have three categories. One of them has 20 items on it, one has 13, and one has 36. So which one would you want to go first on? I'll go with a 13. 13, all right. This is you and Ed. Okay. All right. TNA used both the NWA title and later the TNA title as their top male championship. 13 men held one or both of those titles from the first TNA show. Up to January, I mean, uh, December 31st, 2009. How many can you name? Let's go with uh, nine. All right, nine. All right, Ed. You challenge, or can you name more? I can name ten. Ten. I think I can name eleven. All right, eleven. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay, we have a challenge for eleven. All right, so Ken Shamrock, TNA legend. Um, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, two. Uh, Raven, Rhino. Three and four. Christian Cage. Three five. Uh, Sting. 
Sting gives you six. Uh, da, 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 AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Seven, eight. Kurt Angle. Gives you nine. Ron Killings. Ron Killings gives you ten. Okay. And, of course, this is when the brain shuts down. <laughs> um, give me one second here. Abyss. Abyss gives you 11. Well done. Any uh, guesses on the two names that are missing? Uh, no, I'm just out of completely now. Okay, well. No good ones. Nick Foley and Ray Gonzalez, which I guess was recognized after the fact. Is this true? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was, like I was very worried somebody would very cockily be like, I can name them all. And like, mm. I wouldn't have said Ray Gonzalez. Nobody in a million years would have said <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was like, like Jarrett went down to Puerto Rico. They did a dusty finish. I think he's technically recognized as champion, but like not officially TNA. I'd never recognize it in canon. So it's one of those weird technicality middle ground things. Like 1978 Ric Flair booking or self booking, really. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's two points for Fred. All right, Ed, you have the choice between the question with 20 items or 36. Uh, let's go with 36. All right. For you and Andrew, 36 individuals can say they competed on the very first TNA pay per view. How <laughs> many can you name? <laughs> <laughs> I can name 12. Twelve. Wow. All right, Andrew. What you got? Uh, might as well go with uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, to do it. <laughs> All right, fifteen. All right. I can name one of them or six of them quite easily. Uh, AJ Styles. There you go. There's one. Low key. Gives you two. Jerry Lynn. Jorge Estrada. Gives you four. Sonny Siaki. Gives you five. Jimmy Yang. Let me find him. There you are at six. Uh, James Storm. James Storm gives you seven. Psychosis. Ah, remember Psychosis. That gives you eight. Eight, seven more. Jeff Jarrett. Gives you nine. Scott Hall. John Hall gives you ten. Five more. Five more? Uh, yep. Ken Shamrock. Did you say, who did you say before that? Oh, um, Ken Shamrock or before that? Uh, before that. Ken Shamrock uh, is correct, but I thought oh. you said another name. Oh, I was about to say that this name actually, Brian Christopher. That is correct. That gives you 12. We need three more. Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. Conan. Uh, Conan, we need one more. And the uh, infamous not Scott Steiner guy, which was Del Rios. Del, <laughs> Del I didn't expect Del Rios. <laughs> what a one to end on. Yeah. <laughs> what a name to pull. My goodness. There are All more. Right. There, there are more, of course, but I, I wanted to put him in there for sure. <laughs> Del Rios. Hell, my word. Names not mentioned. Bo Dupp, Bruce, Buff Bagwell, Chris Harris, uh, Christian York, Devin Storm, Grant Apollo, Hollywood, Joey Matthews. Justice, K-Crush, Lash LaRue, Malice, Norman Smiley, Richard Johnson, Rod Johnson, <laughs> Stand Up, Steve Carino, Tio, and the Vampire Warrior. That's two points to Andrew. Very well done. This leaves us with one final question between Andrew and Fred. Uh, let's see. From the creation of the X Division title through December 31st, 2009, 21 men Held the title. How many can you name? We'll give um, suicide since that could 
answer a whole lot of things. So there are 20 mm-hmm. left. Okay. Andrew, how many can you name? Uh, let's start easy with 10. 10. All right, Fred. 14. 14. Okay. Uh, go with, uh, 16. Hmm. 16 for Andrew. Wow. I'll go with 17. Oh, <sighs> screw it. 18. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. Go bigger. Yeah, go sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, I have to actually write these down myself here. So, uh, AJ Styles. And it gives you one. Low-key slash Senshi, of course. Gives you two. Jerry Lynn. And it gives you three. Uh, Six-Pack or Sean Waltman or whatever his name is. Yep. Four. Chris Sabin. Sabin gives you five. Michael Shane. He's there he is. That gives you six. We are a third of the way there. Frankie Kazarian. Yep, Kazarian, yep. Samoa, seven. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe gives you eight. Uh, Sonny Siaki. Sonny Siaki, halfway there. You are at nine. I believe. All right. Oh, uh, Christopher Daniels. And it gives you ten. Uh, Amazing Red. Amazing Red gives you eleven. Homicide. Homicide gives you twelve. Okay. Jay Four. Lethal. Yep, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal gives you 13. Kurt Angle. Gives you 14. Kid Cash. Yep, Kid Cash gives you up to 15. Three more. Okay, okay. Um, oh, we're going to get into the weeds here, aren't we? The deep um, pulls. Oh, we certainly are. Um, oh, baby. Um, trying to go back to... Oh, um, P.D. Williams. P.D. Williams gives you 16. We need two more. Okay, okay. Um, Eric Young. Eric Young gives you 17. One more. Alex Shelley. Gives you 18. There nice. we go. Well done. Yeah. Very well done. Thank Does you. anyone have any guesses on the two names not mentioned? None. <laughs> it was Johnny Devine and Sheikh Abdul Bashir. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, some deep pulls there for sure. Okay, after three rounds, Andrew in the lead with 11, Ed with six, uh, Fred with five, as we have two rounds left to play in our new game, I like to call Promo Class. This game, <laughs> oh God. Garrett will read you a line from a TNA promo. You tell me who said it. So if he said, I'm the Antichrist of pro wrestling, you hopefully respond to Vince Russo. Everyone gets five quotes. Correct answer is worth one point apiece. Ed, are you ready for your first question? Are you first? Sure I am. <laughs> All right. Garrett, are you ready? Part of my brain was like, I'll do an impression of them. It's like, no, that's a No, deal. that will not help. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Hulk Hogan coming to TNA, I took TNA to Hulk Hogan. Jeff Jarrett. Is correct. I'm not an angry black man. I'm just the damn truth. And the truth will no longer be denied. Would be Ron Killings. Hey, Crush is correct. All right, Fred, you're up now. But wait, the story gets better. Thank God. Thank the gods above WCW got sold and I got out of that hellhole. I was done with professional wrestling, but I got a call from my old buddy, Jeff Jarrett. Is this uh, Tony Schiavone? No, it's Vince Russo. Ah, I should actually listen to that promo sometime. 
<laughs> There's a lot of knowledge here based upon watching TNA, which I do not fulfill. So, <laughs> All right. Ed, back to you. And tonight, Fat Joe, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you, want, you call him what you want. I call him a hippophant. Half hippo, half elephant. Hippophant. And you, Rhino, a herbivore to my today. You don't know what that means. I know you don't, but you're a plant eater. Um, that's gotta be Scott Steiner, right? No, it's actually Monty Brown. Monty Brown. Who's that yeah. promo when the building caught fire? <laughs> it's the, the best promo of all time. The, Scott Steiner would not know the word herbivore. Okay, that, yeah, that kind of gave it away right there. Oh, no, oh surely maybe, a Michigan man. <laughs> that's something maybe somebody taught it to him that day, and he thought it would be funny to use. <laughs> It took every fiber of my being. Monty Brown, the second hippophant to that sentence, he goes so high pitch. He's like, hippophant. And I was like, oh, resist <laughs> right. the urge. All right, Andrew, back to you. I don't only have one, but I have two degrees. One in physical education and the other in liberal arts, which pretty much makes me a genius. Plus, I watch CSI, Law and Order, and 24, which means I can crack a pretty good case. Oh, man. Um, uh Derek Young? Oh, Kurt Angle, actually. Ah, all right. For that physical education degree. Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Fred, back to you. Sullivan, if you're here to pass the torch to me, you're a few years too late. Oh, is that it? That's it, <laughs> oh, yes. It. Okay. Ah, oh, God. Um, AJ Styles? That was Raven, actually. Ah. Can I just say, Joe, you've got the, like, disappointed quiz host, you're wrong answer voice down. <laughs> Thank so you. So perfect. <laughs> I'll help you get some more reps in. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, back to you. Okay. You see, I found out why TNA management wasn't calling me, because they heard I had a bad attitude, that I read resented authority, and that I got a bad problem with people. Well, that's right. I've been arrested. I've been in jail. I've been put in lock and put in lockdown, and I apologize for nothing. Oh my god, that explains like so many people in TNA. Um, <laughs> who's been to jail? <laughs> now, is this Scott Hall? Oh, wrong Scott. Scott Steiner. Ah, oh, what the? The mangled <laughs> English of I've been putting lockdown. <laughs> it's a pretty big clue. It, the you see is the big clue for Scott Steiner. It's like you can hear the Scott Steiner, you see? Right, Andrew, your third quote. Which brings me to another rumor I want to address and put to bed right now. The rumor that I got lowballed in a contract offer. Well, that's not true at all. See, I was offered a very hefty sum to say exactly where I was. But the reason I came to TNA is the same reason why each and every one of you is in this arena right now. The same reason why everybody's watching Genesis live on pay-per-view. And that reason is that I love wrestling. That be Christian Cage? That is correct. Okay. I wonder, is that the original babyface I love wrestling promo? (laughs) (laughs) Have they all been ripping off Christian all this time? Here we have Fred, your third quote. Okay. I've told Abyss that it's better to be used than useless. In fact, I'm using him right now. I've sent Abyss Sting to find you so you can face your accuser. Was that Mitchell? James Mitchell is correct. All right. Ed, time for your fourth quote. To all you guys in the back that spent half your childhood sleeping with our dolls, I know it's going to be hard, but we're coming after you. We're taking over this place. Is it Kevin Nash? 
Kevin Nash is correct. Really playing the hits there, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, quote number four for you. More people are watching TNA now than ever before. And when it was time to pay the piper, what did I get? A locker room that smelled of elephant urine. Have you ever smelled elephant urine? I'm going to go with, based on the biggest clue I can think of, I'm going to go with this Roddy Piper. Oh, it's Booker T, actually. Ah. Okay, Fred, your fourth quote. So sorry to burst your bubble, but unlike your ignorant American stereotype of British people, I am not a bowler hat wearing tea sipping aristocrat, crat even. Uh, I've been watching too many Disney films. Nor, <laughs> back to the quote, nor am I a larger swilling football hooligan with bad teeth. What I am is the modern day gladiator. Uh, I was really hoping that was actually all just part of the quote. Um, <laughs> Is this Magnus? Brutus Magnus is correct. Okay, Ed, your final quote. But when you're locked inside this six sides of steel, keep the little sneakers at home because I'm lacing up the leopard skin. Oh, man, that's McFoley. That is McFoley cutting a promo on himself. Yeah, technically, <laughs> if we're being very technical, it's Cactus Jack cutting a promo to McFoley, but I think we'll allow it. Yes. That shit was really, really silly. <laughs> Okay, Andrew, your final quote. I'm not here to be part of any group. I'm not here to be part of any clique. Frankly, I left that at my other job. I'm here to be on my own. Let's say Sean Waltman. It was D'Lo Brown, actually. Ah. Okay, and Fred, your final quote. There's an old adage, Val, that, and that's never awake a sleeping giant. Well, boys, congratulations, because not, not only have you awakened the sleeping giant, but now you pissed me off. Um, Samoa Joe. Matt Morgan, actually. Oh. Andrew definitely would have gotten that one based on the names of entrance themes. <laughs> In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and, and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like You know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to, to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You get a display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded 
by Arena Club as well. So again, you know, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Okay, so at the end of that round, Andrew with 13, Ed with 9, Fred with 7, as we head to our final game, The Sprint. I will ask each of you individually 10 fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. If you don't know an answer, please just guess. We do not go back. So, Fred, you're in third place right now. You get to go first. Are you ready? Ready is a word we could use, sure. <laughs> okay. Teeny's longtime music producer was blank. Oh, God. Um, was that uh, Jimmy Hart? Oh, it was Dale Oliver. Oh, that's Fred, right. Yeah. You hurt me there. Come oh, on. Oh, man. Please refer to all previous statements I made about not actually <laughs> watching TNA. <laughs> Okay, blank ended Samoa Joe's unbeaten streak. Kurt Angle. Correct. Raven had a stable with Kazarian, Matt Bentley, and Johnny Devine called blank. Was this serotonin? It was, correct. Abyss defeated Sting for the NWA title at Bound for Glory 2005 via blank. Disqualification. Correct. (laughs) Dustin Rhodes appeared as a character called blank. Black Raid. Correct. After Chris Candido passed away, TNA allegedly sent Tammy Sitch a blank. Uh, that would be a ham dinner. Uh, ham is correct. Notable Survivor healed Johnny Fairplay in one of his rare appearances was press slammed by NFL star blank. Brian Erlacher. Correct. Because Jeff Jarrett could not use his trademark guitar at Against All Odds 2005, at one point he pulled out a blank instead. A cello. Cello is correct. Blank notoriously reported pay-per-view buys up to four times higher than actual and was later sued by TNA. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. of the, It was their, their like, provider or consultant for pay-per-views. Um, I'm 
can't remember the name of it. It's just like I'll just go with like next generation entertainment or something generic like that. Actually, Jay Hassman we were looking for. Oh, OK. OK. And your final question at No Surrender 2006, P.D. Williams was hampered in his match with Jay Lethal because he blanked. Um, was that because he ate uh, brownies laced with um, laxatives? He consumed a laxative is correct. Thank you, LOLTNA from T- T- Tamapedia, I think it is. All right, so Fred, you had eight correct answers in that round. You're up to 15. You're currently in the lead. Hey. All right, Ed, you're up next. Are you ready? Very ready. <laughs> All right. The name Relic was always famously noted as being blank. The killer spelled backwards. Correct. Teenage Kangaroo mascot was named Blank. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I have no clue. I can't even think of anything. Oh, it was Stomper. Oh, man. The Voodoo Kin Mafia challenged DX to a fight at Blank, but never showed up themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the Alamo. Alamo is correct. See, Daphne... the Alamo, Hickenbottom. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne portrayed a character called the Governor based on Blank. Sarah Palin. Correct. Heckman Jones won the TNA tag titles with blank. Uh, Ron Killings. Correct. Taylor Wilde caused some controversy when it came out while she was Knockout's champion. She needed a second job at blank. Sunglass Hut. Sunglass Hut's correct. At Destination X 2009, the Samoa Joe Scott Steiner match ended when blank. Is that when he got kidnapped? <laughs> I'll give you credit. Uh, Joe dragged Steiner outside the building and reemerged with a machete. <laughs> Yes, he's going to go. Just committed murder. Don't worry yes. about it. <laughs> Sting looked into Abyss's history and discovered Abyss did time in prison for blank. He shot his mom. Ooh, Garrett. His what dad. You I, well, you, you did have his shot his mom there in the first place, and I did correct you, so I now can't go back on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good for that. All right. Jeff Jarrett defeated Raven for the NWA title at a blank show. Uh, the house show. No, it's actually a Border City wrestling show. Oh, yeah, it was Scott DeMores. Oh, man. And finally, during the Frank Trigg AJ Styles match at No Surrender 2008, some cable companies briefly aired blank. I have no idea, but it's TNA. I'm going to guess it was porn. Yeah, softcore <laughs> pornography is correct. <laughs> All right, so excellent round by you. You have eight correct answers. That gives you 17. You are in the lead. Ooh. All right, so Andrew. Break it down for you here. You need four to tie, five to win. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Okay. TNA's long-running B show was called blank. Explosion. Correct. All right. Grappling great Cheeks' valet was known as blank. It's pass. I don't know. Oh, it's a brown-eyed girl. I can't believe you didn't know that. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's- <laughs> 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 All right. The Ultimate X match at Bound for Glory 2005 ended suddenly when blank. Uh, the X fell down and Petey Williams caught it. Correct. Survivor star blank participated in one of the worst matches of all time at Victory Road 2009. <laughs> that would be Jenna Maraska. Correct. Blank appears the Punisher and wrestled one match with the promotion. That would be Andrew Martin, a.k.a. Test. Correct. Curryman, Sharkboy, and Super Eric were in a stable called blank. The Prince Justice Brotherhood. Correct. Former NBA star Blank appeared with three life crew on an impact and never appeared again. Charles Barkley? I don't know. Oh, it was Dennis Rodman. Oh, well, that makes sense, too. Yeah. All right. Spike TV aired a mini-movie where Kurt Angle went into a bar and blanked. Beat people up. Uh, could you be a little more specific? 
gave an angle slam to someone through a table? I don't know. What are we looking for? He beat up actors imitating WWE stars. Oh, okay. All right. Lance Hoyt and Jimmy Rave teamed up as blank. The Rock and Rave Infection. You are correct somehow. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> WWE wrestler Blank appeared on camera at a TNA show and was later fired from WWE. <laughs> that was, was it Robbie McAllister? From it was the Robbie of the Highlanders. That's correct. All right. It was Robbie or Rory. I guessed right. Good. Okay. So Andrew, you had seven correct answers. That gives you 20 points. You are the champion of today's five-star match hey, game. Three-time champion. Woo! <laughs> 60% to that Subway sub. Hey, I'm almost there, baby. Here we go. <laughs> excellent. Excellent job by everyone involved, especially Garrett, who uh, has a, a future in voiceover work, if you, <laughs> if you ask me. He sat here and quietly judged everybody. <laughs> Sometimes loudly judged everybody. <laughs> All right. Of course, as we know, I keep a tiebreaker in my back pocket just in case, which since I can never use it again, I like to use it for... Uh, just throw it out there at the end of the show. So, Ed and Fred, would you like to play the tiebreaker game? Sure. Yeah. All right. I will give you uh, a question. You tell me the number you think is is on that category. I'll just – here, I'll explain it. Uh, let's see. So, from the show's uh, – the promotion's opening show up to December 31st, 2009, they use the NWA tag titles and layer the TNA tag titles – how many different title reigns were there in that time, in that eight or so years? So if you held the tel- titles twice, that counts as two reigns. How many total title reigns do you think there were? I have Ed's guess. And all right, Fred, you had a guess of 23. Ed, you had a guess of 41. The correct answer is 47. So, Ed, you got the tiebreaker. Confirm your second place finish. <laughs> All right, so I want to thank you all for being on. This was a excellent, excellent episode. Big thanks to Garrett. Garrett, why don't you plug away? You have many a TNA thing going on right now. Why don't yes. you hit us with some plugs? If you are listening to this here show on this year Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network, if you'd like to listen to more TNA content, we have You've Got to Be Kidding Me, me and my podcast co-host Liam. We are journeying through TNA history a month at a time. We're all the way up to February 2003 at this stage. So head to uh, You've Got to Be Kidding Me on, I don't know, just shove that into your podcast thing. It'll find it. You'll see a lovely logo with Don West's face on it. What more do you want in the world? Or if you just want to follow me, you can go to twitter.com slash Garrett Kidney. There you go. I mentioned Aristocats earlier. Me and my brother do a Disney podcast, which I did a, re- a review and hate Aristocats. So also <gasps> look, look up Magic Fight. It's a terrible movie. Awful. What? It's like mel- the faces and everything are melting. It's horrendous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yes, Magic by Design podcast. Magicbydesign.brosbrot.com, I think, is the URL for that. Anyway, that's I'm plugged out. All right. Andrew, what do you have going on for us? Well, uh, much like Garrett, I also have a show on the uh, VOW Podcast Network. It is Music of the Mat. It is a wrestling music podcast. We talk about, of course, wrestling music of all kinds. Uh, comes out every other Tuesday on your uh, favorite podcast app, pretty much. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew T. Rich. The show is at Music of the Mat. And uh, all my writings are at VoicesOfWrestling.com as well. Excellent. All right. Ed, why don't you tell us about Pod Van Dam? Um, Pod Van Dam is a podcast where we go over the news in wrestling Twitter for that week. Uh, so it's taken a deep psychological toll on me over the last couple of years. So I'd appreciate <laughs> you guys listening. 
uh, comes out every Wednesday. Just search Podbean Dams on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, really. And then one time I wrote an article for Voices of Wrestling where I reviewed uh, Pro Wrestling Heat Up's YouTube show for the week. So go check <laughs> I know. Wow. that out. All contributors here. How about that? <laughs> and uh, I will say the, epi- the most recent episode, as we record, where everyone called in with wrestlers they hate, was uh, yeah. tremendous listening. You weren't on that show, at least. You were there in spirit, I'm sure. Yeah, apparently I sent Jonah messages about every wrestler that somebody named, and I talked a lot of shit. I don't remember doing any of this, but apparently that happened. Tremendous. All right, and Fred, what do you have going on these days? Uh, I write occasionally for Voices of Wrestling, including uh, I have like three Hall of Fame articles in the chamber just waiting for a ballot to be sent out, so it would be timely. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at FlagrantRasslin, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, thank you, character limits. Um, for my completely inane thoughts. Excellent. And let me add the five star match game is a proud member of the voices of wrestling podcasting network. Follow us on Twitter at five star match game with a number five email us at five star match game at gmail.com with five spelled out. If you'd like to make a one-time donation to the show, head to redcircle.com slash five dash star dash match dash game and hit the donation button. Thanks. If you do, no worries. If you don't, our logo was designed by Rich Creech, and the show may be edited for entertainment purposes. And we will be back in no time in November with a show dedicated to Saturday night's main event. Don't you dare miss it. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Garrett. We will talk to you next time. Oh, 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 oh,